War. War never changes. You perform your function admirably. A man chooses. A slave obeys. and annoyance <sighs> great value water is the best even though it costs like seven dollars <gasps> is that really full there's no fucking way that's full told you bitch hey guys let me tilt my microphone up so i'm not fucking speaking into nobody welcome back to chaos oh god nope don't need that don't need that don't need that pretty sure i don't need that put that bitch on vibrate yeah for all of you that have been waiting on my dumbass for the past two days one day hopefully if i don't you know if i hurry this shit up and i talk super fast probably not Sorry, I was itching. My skin, my skin is very itchy. I apologize that, um, two things. Okay, first of all, I did not get an episode out to you guys on Tuesday. Okay, I apologize. And you'll find out why. First thing I'm going to apologize for, I'm already out and I'm fucking yawning. Okay, it's almost eight o'clock. So, we're going to be tired by the time I fucking edit this. So... I'm going to edit as much as possible. You'll probably get this episode on Thursday, which I'm going up to Tehachapi tomorrow. So this is going to be a fun one, guys. Yeah. That's what you get. I made dinner tonight. Garlic buttery chicken with some mashed turters and some corn. That's what Tegan wanted. That's what Tegan got. <laughs> anyway. I made a massive mistake in my last episode. I said that it was going to be posted on the 10th. <laughs> and I told everybody happy late Mother's Day. It was posted on the 3rd. Okay, I was, I was very, very tired. So I apologize. Um, this came, this episode is coming out after Mother's Day. So happy late Mother's Day, guys. Again. Don't judge me. Okay, I'm very, very tired all the time. Again with the yawning, motherfucker. I'm gonna. I yawn a lot, okay? Anybody wanna spot me fucking $20 so I can get a new Rocketbook 
pen. I ran out of my red color and I'm very upset because I just swapped that motherfucking color like a week ago. I don't know how it keeps running out so fast. I don't even fucking write with it that much. Anyway, so those are my two corrections because what the fuck, Audrey? How are you guys? Welcome back to Girlfriend's Guide to Gaming. I am once again your host, Rooney Dooney. Audrey, hi, how are you? Been a hot minute, all right? Sorry, I had to rub my eyes. There's dust in the air, and apparently I have allergies, which I didn't know I had until I moved to fucking California. So, that's the thing here, valley fever, didn't know what that was, I don't have it, but apparently someday I might, so, woohoo! Oh god, there's more shit in my- I just rubbed more in there. I- I'm just gonna say, oh my god, where's the visine? What am I- Oh, somebody just come pour water in my eyes. Okay, anyway, so we're going to go over a couple of highlights that have happened since fucking a week and a half ago because Audrey's dumb and she doesn't know how to time manage very well, apparently. All right, a couple of highlights. I redid my gaming setup. I might have said this last week, apparently, but I, oh, that was my paper. I apologize. My rocket book, not sponsored. I redid my gaming setup. Uh, I had to do it for a piece of my homework, which apparently my teacher liked, so... Woohoo! See, my body knows I'm tired. Because I'm sitting. So, apparently, I should just stand up and record this shit. You know, run in place or something. Um, I had to go through and, like, spruce it up. So, my most recent pop figures, which is uh, Lucario, USA McCree, available only at GameStop. Uh... Alberto Scorfano, as well as a couple of tap handles I've collected from my job, and the one abstract drawing from 2020 that I did that I love, as well as my, I think it's 2013, it's like the only Jap drawing I've ever done, it's like a lady in a very uh, risque kimono, as well as a like chrysanthemum, cherry blossom tree, a a kabuki mask, a koi fish, a food dog. It's very colorful. And when I say very colorful, I mean, I'm pretty sure I fucking, I wasted, I didn't waste. It's not a waste. I used a lot of fucking Prisma colors, okay? Like a lot. And I'm not one for color, but I mean, if I could get that thing like wrapped around my calf or my bicep, I wouldn't a heartbeat. Because I fucking drew that bitch. Okay. Mm. Say less. And then I drew Decker. Because uh, we went through like a really big avatar of the last airbender binge. And for his first Father's Day, I drew him an avatar thing. It goes Azula, Toph, Sokka, Aang, Katara. I can't see it. Who's next? Who is it? Iroh. Who's last? And then Zuko. Sorry, there's a bunch of shit in the way. It's a bunch of water bottles. So, I had to spruce it up. I'm very artistically inclined, guys. So, if anybody would like to see that, just hit me up. That was a good pop. Poppity pop pop. Oh, it was very quiet. Anyway, so, that was my first highlight. Um, Second highlight, 
spent Mother's Day with the fam damly. It was pretty, pretty awesome. Got a little sunburnt, but kind of evening out my farmer's tan. My left arm is still substantially more tan than my left arm because I drive. And oh my God, fuck the yawning. Uh, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. Nope. Yep, rises in the east and sets in the west. So apparently I drive facing the east most of the time. And then it just climbs and climbs and climbs all day. I just should start wearing like under armor at work all day. But then I worry about, you know, I've never been here for a California fucking summer. And everybody's like, oh, heat stroke is a thing. I literally had a safety meeting about that this morning. And I have to stop drinking Starbucks coffee because my body did not agree with that today. Couldn't even finish it. Mm -mm. Nope. Couldn't finish that fucking caramel macchiato. All right, this is my Starbucks order, and it's fucking white girl bougie. It's not even bougie. Bougie, whatever. I normally go to Starbucks, and I get a venti iced caramel macchiato with quad shot light caramel drizzle. That's it. I'm not even... It's not even that bougie. Or I get the blonde shots. Okay, that's a little bougie. But I can't even do it anymore. I'm done going to Starbucks because it made my fucking stomach so upset today. My own coffee pot is set to brew me strong Folgers medium dark coffee at 4.30 a.m. tomorrow morning because I have to meet Mr. Jim to go to Tehachapi at 5.15 is when I have to be at the yard. Yay. My safety meeting this morning at 7 a.m. Everybody was making jokes, you know, and they weren't like good jokes. I mean, they were good jokes, but they had to point out, you know, like, hey, guys, like there's a lady in the room. And I just looked at them and I was like, a lady, really? I get it. You know, I am a female, but y'all don't have to fucking slow down your guy jokes for me. Like I'm finding them quite funny over here. I've had to prove on multiple occasions that I belong in the beer industry. Okay. I've thrown 180 pound kegs, guys. I'm going to really expose myself here, but I do not weigh 180 pounds. Okay. Shave off like 60 pounds of that. I, you bitch is strong. I passed as a medium heavy in my fucking exam. I, I've been doing this under three years. Yeah. Okay, you should see my guns. I don't flex very often, but mm, when I gotta when I gotta show a man who's boss, I'll show a man who's boss. Except for Decker, he shows me who's boss. <coughs> He's gonna hear this too. <laughs> ah! Love you, babe. <laughs> Moving that right along. Yeah, have to prove myself. Nobody believed that when uh, they said they were pulling in a girl for a draft technician. They were like, are you sure they're not named Andrew? No, no, it's girl, guys. So, <laughs> what up? Sucks to suck. Just kidding. I love all my coworkers. They're pretty badass guys. They make me laugh. They make me feel very welcome. They always make me laugh on my 
way out to the other yard. Yes, I have two yards. Anyway, moving right along. Over the weekend, I had to attend uh, and work a festival. It was called the Taco and Beer Festival. Fucking awesome, right? Had to be there at 6 a.m. Set up the whole fucking festival, okay? Because we sponsored the whole thing, all right? And when I say set up the whole damn thing, the only thing we did not set up is the taco trucks. That was it. And like the little, you know, like vendors that you can buy stuff at. But everything else we had to set up. There's a lot of fucking beer. A lot of fucking beer. I'm talking kegs. I'm talking signs. I'm talking stands. I'm talking the fucking ice chest, the ice, all of the canned beer. All right. We had to make every the chairs, the tables, the little free ass giveaways. Anything that you have seen at a special event to set up for the fucking... It was exhausting, okay? And I'm still breaking in my new fucking work boots. So when I say, okay, look at your big toe and then like go to the middle of your foot. That fucking tendon that you get when you flex your foot, that whole tendon is fucking bruised. Imagine the pain that I felt the rest of the fucking day having to work that. And then go back to the festival to enjoy that with my boyfriend and his brother walk on it, and then return back to the festival to break all that shit down. Wonderful. Thank God I got to relax the next day, which was Mother's Day. And out of that whole day, I got free tacos, a VIP wristband, got to try some brewskis. That's my cup. And my boyfriend bought me a very beautiful new water cup to drink out of, and it's got... The Marauder, I said that so wrong already. The Marauders, I said it wrong again. I can't. See, I need water. I'm sorry, it's got a metal straw in it, okay? The Marauders map, I I can't do it. Marauders, nope. Padfoot and prongs. Marauders map, nope. Marauders. (laughs) Oh my god, I fucking love Harry Potter and I can't even say it. Maybe I should lean back into it. Marauder's Map. All right. We're going with that one. I love it. All right. He got one too. It's of all of his favorite hack and slash. There's a train. Can you guys hear that? I hope not. Anyway, it's got fucking Ghostface. It's got Freddy Krueger. It's got Michael Myers. It's got Jason Voorhees. It's got all of them. Okay. It's got fucking Chucky. As soon as I saw it, I grabbed it and was like, babe, I need to get this. And then I went back and got a Bud Light one and gave it to my boss. And now he drinks out of it. And he's like, I swear, I'm going to get pulled over for this one day. I'm like, the day you do, you better call me. Because it does look like a tall boy. And it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, clinging, clanging. But yeah, Taco and Beer Festival, super awesome. I love these Baker Bakersfield special events. Because special events in Wyoming, crappy. Special events in Bakersfield, super awesome. Let's see. My daughter turns two next week. Two. Oh my god. This little girl. I love her beyond words can describe. She is outsmarting me. Okay. I, 
I love how when she talks to people, they're like, what? What is she saying? And then I'll just look at them and be like, she wants this or she said this, you know. I love how parents do that sometimes. Because she'll be like, and I'm like, she wants you to get her water. She's missing Lexi. Her pillow's over there. And she wants yogurt. I'm like, how the fuck did you understand that? I'm like, really? I birthed this child. I spend her whole life with her. I know exactly what she's talking about. Okay. Just, I said what she wanted. She's asking you. She's not asking me. Just move it along. Right. She looked at me today. And she's starting to, she's starting to do it because I do it to my son is I'll point it. I'll point at my eye. We'll do the little heart. And then we'll point at each other and, you know, do I love you. She doesn't grasp the eye and the, the heart, but she'll go I without pointing at the eyes. She won't do the heart, but she'll say you. It's so cute. So now she's doing it to her brother, which is 10 times cuter. Um, also, if anybody's in California, even though not a single one of you talk to me, that's OK, though. You listen. So I love it. The main thing that I'm trying to do over the summer is get like VIP even though they're super expensive like they're like $400 a ticket which is like $1,200 for me Decker and Nug um to Universal Studios that doesn't include um parking which is probably out the fucking ass because you know it's California <laughs> Um, because I really want to go to, um, the Hogwarts world and I really want to go to the Jurassic world portion of it. So we're going to see. And then there's also like the, I think it's like Chaffe, Chaffe Zoo, which is in like Fresno. I hear there's really good things to do in Fresno. Not dogging on LA or anything. I've never been to either. We're going to figure out a bunch to do. Alongside, you know, meeting the, uh, not meeting, we um, bringing Kai to meet mainly Brent from the Sofa King podcast, guys, because I've literally never met Dave or Brad, even though I'd like to. I say so a lot. So, 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 so. The main reason, and I apologize in advance, guys, that this episode is late is because I spent Monday in the emergency room. I started having a really bad headache, and I've talked about this before, on Sunday And then I didn't even go to work on Monday because Sunday night I started having a really bad migraine. Okay, woke up at about 11.45, used the restroom. Sorry if that's too personal. Okay, everybody has to use the restroom. Get over it. Couldn't really go back to sleep. Laid down, got back up, laid down again, started noticing like around 12.30 that I couldn't really open my eye. My migraine onset so fast that, and I know that this is going to sound so bad to a lot of you, so please don't judge me because even my boyfriend was highly concerned with it. And trust me, I called my doctor the next day and that's why she's like, you need to go to the ER, which I don't like my doctor. Um, thank God I'm getting a new one through my work 
because I've already met her and she's just an angel. Anyway, um, it got so bad to the point where like I actually, the amount of excruciating pain that it was causing me, I see, I feel so weird saying it, but I was like hitting myself in the side of the head because no amount of ibuprofen or Advil was relieving the pain. Sounds really dumb. And I know that I shouldn't have done it. Okay. I've already told myself that, but for anybody who suffers from migraines has probably done it at least once. It is the worst thing ever. And I would never wish a migraine upon anybody, not even my worst enemy, not even somebody that I hate more than anything. Mm-mm. I hate it. Okay. So I did not go to work on Monday. I texted my boss super early and was like, I am so sorry. I cannot open my right eye. It looks like I had a mini stroke. It seriously did. I took a picture. I sent it to him. I was like, dude, I can't even see. Okay. Light hurts. Sound hurts. Eating hurts, like drinking water, I know I have to do, but I don't even want to do that. I don't want to move. I don't want to talk. I don't even want to breathe right now. Not saying that, you know, that's, I don't want to commit suicide or I don't want to be alive or anything like that. But no matter how I laid, no matter my compression hat was not working, like ice was hurting, gel ice packs were hurting. You know, laying on the side was hurting, laying on the other side was hurt, literally. So at lunch, my boyfriend came home, was like, do I need to take you to the ER? I was like, yes, please. I can't do this anymore. I will never do that again. Fuck the California ER. Okay. He took me there. They wouldn't let him come inside COVID. Yet they screen me. Okay. They take me back and stick me in a room with nine other fucking people. But yet they can't let my boyfriend come in. Hmm. Odd. Dickheads. Okay. All they did was hook me up to an IV. Oh, sorry. Let me, let me rewind. Okay. They had to first give me an IV. I get it. The nurse was young, but I even told her, hey, I have not had anything to eat or drink since about 1145 last night. All right. So I was really shaky. I was very cold. And I told her beforehand, you're probably not going to find a good vein. So when I gave her both, sorry, I had to back up. When I gave her both of my arms, she's like, oh no, I can see all your veins. I was like, yeah, I'm very pale. I know you can see my veins, but I'm telling you right now, you're not going to find a good one. So she proceeds to grab my left arm and like, you know, pokes my veins like they normally would. Okay. The second that she inserted that needle into my arm, she blew my fucking vein. And she's like, "Mm, I think I just fucked up. I told her she did. I fucking felt it. And I knew she did. She was like, do you want me to try again? Let me flush the line first. So she did. And I was in immediate pain. I started shaking really bad. I was like, oh my God, 
and she saw me shaking. She's like, do I need to call somebody? Like, do I, are you going to faint? And I was like, you are causing me a lot of fucking pain right now. She was pushing down on it. And I was like, can you please stop? Like, she's like, well, I can move the line. We can try another vein. I was like, to be honest, I don't want you to try another vein. Like, I'll just, I'll deal with it. Just please don't tape it down too hard. Like, just don't move my arm. I'm already in enough pain from this migraine. Like, you're just causing me more. So thank you. Okay. I already bruised like a banana, guys. I've told you this before. I have an iron deficiency. Okay, it's already been established. Yada, yada. All right. Looking at my arm today, I have about a four and a half inch bruise from where she inserted the fucking IV in my arm all the way up to about the A on my bicep tattoo. That's pretty fucking far. Like, it's very noticeable, and my arm is basically black. So thanks, nurse lady. All right. Besides that, um, they kept asking me if I wanted a fucking opioid as a painkiller. I was like, don't you dare fucking give me that. I don't want that. Give me like Tylenol. Okay. Just give me like an 800 milligram Tylenol because this fucking 200 milligram bullshit that I have at home doesn't work. I don't want an opioid. And then the fucking doctor, I just click my tongue again. And then the doctor comes in and is like, ma'am, I understand that you're having a really severe migraine. Like, are you sure you don't want something a little bit stronger? They're like, you know, hydrocodone or codeine works really, really well. I'm like, okay, first of all, did you not read my chart? Because I'm allergic to both of those. For one, you're an idiot fucking doctor. For two... I specifically told them I will not take any opioid. I don't like the way they make me feel. I don't want to feel like I'm high. I don't want to feel like I'm drunk. There's a reason that I don't take drugs. There's a reason that I don't drink. Also for the fact that it gives me headaches. But for the fact, okay? Guys, I'm I am not dogging on anybody. Who drinks? I'm not dogging on anybody who takes, you know, drugs, okay? I'm just saying I'm not that person, okay? The doctor left and then he came back and was like, oh, we're going to give you Benadryl and we're going to give you this medicine that I've never heard of. I was like, okay, what is it? Oh, well, it's, you know, it's a painkiller. I'm like, okay, I've never heard of it. I still, I have the paperwork somewhere, yada, yada, what the fuck ever. I did not. I hate Benadryl. I won't even take fucking z because it just, it makes me foggy. I wake up the next morning. I'm groggy as hell. I fucking hate it. I'm weird, guys. All right. Judge me all you will. That's, I literally put myself out there and talk to, I'm literally talking to like my fucking Alberto Scorfano pop figure because it's right in front of my face. All right. So what's up, bro? <laughs> judge me all you will. Okay. But that is the main reason why my podcast did not get posted because I was also asleep for most of the day. All right. I had to force myself to get up and do things on Tuesday. Also did not go to work that day because I was really, really cruddy because of that hospital grade fucking Benadryl that they gave me. 
This is why I don't go to the ER because all they do is fucking load you up with some medicine and send you on your merry fucking way. Keynote, don't ever fucking do that again. Keynote, all I have to do is fucking deal with it. Or when I get my new doctor from my work, I'm going to let him know, hey, find out what the fuck is wrong and why I have migraines. I'm chalking it up to the fucking COVID vaccine. All right? Because I never had migraines before in my life until I got that shit. And I had to. And I fucking hate it. All right, guys, we're going to we're going to ease into our topic today. And I know what y'all are going to say. Audrey, why do you keep doing scary fucking shit? All right. Because, guys, this is my fucking podcast and I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm saying fuck a lot. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. I had to get that out of the way. So also for the fact that I wanted to do this topic because... This is a great game, I feel like you and your partner should definitely take turns playing. Also for the fact that me and Decker took turns playing this, and I did play this with a friend whom which now we don't speak because I have no idea why. And because my best friend Becca turned me on to this game, so I have to thank her for that. This is about a fabulous fucking game And I have mentioned this character before on multiple occasions because she is literally inside my PC case, guys. So, for any of you who remember from any of my previous episodes who this character is, I'm going to give you guys a second to scream it out loud in your car or wherever it is you're listening from, in your bed, in your shower, in your I don't know where else. Wherever you're working, your earbuds, your drive time. Who is it, guys? No? Nobody? Did you get it right? If you did, I'm super proud of you. If you didn't, that's okay, too. It is the super adorable, ever-so-loving, yet super-fucking-creepy... Cutest little character in my mind. Six. In her little yellow raincoat. Even though I hate the color yellow. Mm Mm-hmm. I said it. We are talking about little nightmares. And I kid you not, I've actually had nightmares about this game. (laughs) I'm also going to pull up the characters... Um, so I can reference what I'm talking about because when I say I have had legit, fuck off Google. I mean, whatever. Oh my God. Has anybody ever had that issue when you're trying to fucking, okay, my monitors are stacked on top of each other. So when I'm trying to pull one page, oh my God. Okay. This needs to go up there. Okay. Thank you. Okay, because I'm going to be talking about a bunch of them. Sorry, but that was a lot of clicking for you guys. Okay, so we're talking about little nightmares. I don't care if you guys are sick of horror games because there's a fuck ton of them. We're mainly talking about co-op games to start with. Trust me, guys, this podcast is going to go on forever. So you guys got me until I'm like 93. All right. That's like 60 years from now. So love it. This game, published by Bandai Namco, and if I said that wrong, Kawat, 
it's by Tars Tarsier Studios for the PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. It is a puzzle, platformer, horror, adventure game. That is also a side, side, seat. Oh my God. side scroller. Up, down, left, right. And you can kind of go back forward, you know, but you can't turn the camera at all. So, it's different. But I fucking love it. Right? You are following the journey of a little nine-year-old girl named Six. Obviously, I've already said that. Who must escape the maw. All right. What is the maw? It's a big ass fucking creepy ass ship. Which you hear at all times. It's creaky. It's fucking dark. It's dingy. Disgusting ass fucking ship. All right. You have many different levels, which if you don't have the DLC to this game... I believe there's five ch- five chapters. But if you do have the DLC to this game, then there's seven. Which, if you do have the DLC, you'll also get the Secrets of the Maw, which unlocks more characters, which... I'm not going to go into the DLC, which I should, but we're going to start out with the basics, okay? So if you have not played this game, spoiler alert, I'm basically going to describe every level in... I wouldn't say vast detail because I'm gonna let you figure out how to fucking beat this level on your own. I'm basically gonna describe the fucked up things that you have to do and the fucked up characters that you have to go against, which, by the way, are fucked up. This game literally gave me fucking nightmares, and it's mainly because of the fucked up characters. Sorry, monstra, monstrous, twisted, fucked up beings. I'm sorry, there's a lot of, I'm gonna say a lot of F bombs, guys. I apologize. Not really. Freedom of speech. Look it up. In the beginning. Nope. I don't drink enough water. And because I talk so much, like my throat's dry, it's scratchy, it's itchy. I also inhaled some dirt out there. Fucking valley fever. I don't know what's happening. And I'm hunched over trying to lean into my mic. I just need a whole fucking... Anyway. You play a six. You start the game. You wake up after a dream of a lady in a... I don't know how to pronounce this, in a no mask. She's she's wearing a fucking kimono, right? She's she's a she's a very pretty looking lady, even though you can't see her face, all right? She's got beautiful long ass fucking black hair. She, look, she looks like a fucking geisha, but you can't see her face, so. Dun, dun, dun. So you're basically not even in a level yet. You have to sneak through. You're like, I want to say you're maybe like, Maybe you're like six inches tall. Okay. Six being six inches tall. Ha! Play on words. <laughs> right. You have to sneak through the iron vessel bowels of the mall. <laughs> so when you're, when you're running through these little fucking vessels. Nope. What are they? Vents. The first little characters that you encounter are called gnomes to me they're a little weird but they're kind of super cute they are little characters and they literally look like little gnomes okay they're teeny tiny little guys that have just giant little pointy hats they look like traffic cones but really fucked up traffic cones they are very skittish and they run very very fucking fast 
they will either watch you from afar or they'll fucking book it away from you. Your object of these gnomes is to get close to them so you can hug them. I know it sounds weird, right? But as soon as you hug them, there's like little sparkles that ding, 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 ding. And it's very important that you hug them and you'll figure that out um, near the end of the game. I totally lost my train of thought. They're not just seen in the beginning. So you're going to find these throughout the entire game. Unfortunately, you are going to see them pretty much in every level. You have a certain amount in each level, but you are going to see most of them alive. You are going to find some that are dead. And it is an achievement to, or trophy, depending on what you play on, to get them, to get all of them. Like I said, they run super fucking fast. Okay, so. And I think once they run by you, you can't get them. This is kind of one of those games that if you're an achievement hunter, you gotta know where they are. But don't cheat. Don't fucking go through the the walkthrough. Either play the game and play it again and play it a third time. (laughs) I've said that before. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Once you... Kind of move along through the vents, get to the first area. You start out in the lowest part of the ship, the prison, the child prison. You are playing as the main protagonist, little six. But the first characters, no, antagonists that you encounter are going to be the leeches, the eyes, And you get the first glimpse of the janitor. First, we're going to kind of go into the leeches. These look like fucking a penis with legs. (laughs) A scrawny ass penis with legs, okay? I mean, it's got like a little fucking, uh, like a little on the (laughs) fucking. Oh my God. (laughs) That's, I... That is literally the best way that I can describe it. Like, it's it's got, like, a little itty-bitty pot belly. It, dude, it's fucking weird. Um, it, long, black, slimy, snake-like creatures. That's what it's fucking... They have no discernible face, sh- sharp tooth mouth on one end. No use for their legs. <laughs> That's how they describe them. So, it's... I don't think these things are use- useful at all. The... <laughs> The eyes are linked to the lady, which you find out later, but you do not want to be seen by these things or you die. End of the game or game over, which then you just, you know, restart, have to do it all over again. But um, you get a glimpse of the janitor. I heard he said that. The first thing you're going to encounter is the hanging man. Okay. Like I said, this game's pretty fucked up. You're going to read a note. You're going to continue on. And since this is a puzzle platformer, you have to figure shit out for yourself. I have struggled so many times on this game. And my boyfriend loves puzzle platformers. Okay, He likes figuring shit out. So go Decker. The prison aspect of this game, sorry, note this level, implies that the children that you see are being kept As unwilling guests. The janitor is their caretaker 
And he keeps them there. He keeps them in line. Keeps them in check. Why does he keep them in check? Well, you don't know. So, a kind of... A thing that reoccurs in this game is, is the hunger. Six encounters this the first time in, in this level. This is when she, like, buckles over and... You know, you get the, the stomach growling, you know. The, God damn, I'm good at sound effects. Fuck. I need to fucking. I make my, some money off of this shit. Oh. Anyway. So it's really hard for her to move around. You, you basically, if you let it just go and go and go, you can't continue on. So. In this level, you find like little teeny tiny scraps or like a piece of bread or something and you eat it, continue on. Find your way out, yada yada. Next. Next, you are going to be in the layer. This is where you're going to be seeing and encountering the janitor. This my faka. I, when I first seen this guy, you guys, thank you. Mm-mm. Now, if you end up playing the DLC, you're also going to encounter and play as the runaway kid. You both get captured and thrown into cages. You have to evade and eventually defeat the janitor, which I'll kind of get into defeating him later. So you have to find and eat the meat. Yeah. To continue on, because you know you do get hungry later on again. Um, yet it is actually set as a trap for you. Runaway kid also escapes, but he ends up being dragged away by the janitor. Obviously, it's a trap, guys. It's a trap. <clears throat> Following Runaway Kid. The janitor is in another room where Six is now watching him from afar wrap up the bodies of children. Oh, caretaker. Bullshit. He's the fucking caretaker of their bodies. After death, he's the fucking Grim Reaper. And he's now placing the bodies that he's wrapping up on hooks. Oh, <laughs> that's fucked. As long as uh, you as six are very, very quiet and you make no sound, you can just kind of creep through the room and hide in the cage that is, I think it's in the middle. He will search the room and then kind of go back to wrapping these bodies and fucking placing these poor little children on hooks. Guys, this game is fucked. All right. Oh! I forgot to describe what this motherfucker looks like. All right. He's got this fucking creepy ass like bowl hat on his head. His head is shaped like a giant ass fucking melon wrapped like a fucking mummy. All right. He's got like a turkey looking type body. Short little stubby legs. If you can picture this. He's got like a fucking trench coat on. His arms are like five feet long. And he's got like claw ass creepy ass. Hand. I'm going to have fucking nightmares just describing this guy. Claw-ass, creepy-ass hands. The thing from Nightmares. Super fucking creepy. 
I don't even why grotesquely long arms. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, his skin seems to have peeled from his skull and covered his eyes. No, thank you. Oh, he's blind. So his his fucking hearing is like super fucking in enhanced. That's why you got to creep and tiptoe through the fucking body wrapping fucking area. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, he's got a sharp sense of smelling. What the fuck? He has rotten teeth, which can be seen when he captures six. Oh, okay. Don't get fucking captured because he's probably going to fucking eat your ass. I don't ever remember being captured by this guy. Maybe because Decker was playing this level. Because I'm, oh my God. Oh, during the elevator scene? Oh, because it's a trap. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, he's got blood stains on his fucking trench coat from chopping up the bodies of children and putting them on fucking hooks. Dude, this fucking... <laughs> no fucking thank you. Disgusting. I told you this, this fucking game is fucked, guys. If you don't like scary games, I highly recommend turning off all the lights and playing this shit in the dark. Sounds stupid, right? Wrap yourself in a blanket, throw in a bag of popcorn, all right? Shut all the lights off and sit next to each other and pop this bitch in. Because any little teeny tiny noise that anything makes, y'all are going to get scared of shit and you're going to fucking squeech into each other and this is going to be like the best bonding experience. And then when y'all go to bed, you're just going to cuddle each other like nobody's fucking business because both of you are going to be scared shitless. Especially when fucking creepy janitor man fucking comes up from under the bed and grabs one of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, see, now y'all gonna have nightmares because of me. I'm just, please don't hate me. That was my nightmare. Okay, back to it. After he searches the room. Okay, he'll go back to work. You gotta. Google, nobody's talking to you. Fuck off. Okay, you continue. You have to make it past the janitor. You got to go into another room. You got to drop down into a fucking pool of the children's shoes. That's where after he wrap up all the bodies of the children, he takes their shoes off. Eat. He yeets them down into this fucking pool of shoes. Don't fucking stand there, guys, in the pool of shoes. Run. Get onto the suitcase. You know why? Because there's a shoe monster. Sounds dumb, all right? That thing's gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> fucking run. Get to the briefcase. If that thing fucking knocks knocks into the briefcase and knocks you into the shoes, run again. Get to the fucking next briefcase, okay? Because <laughs> he's gonna knock you into the next one. Do not let it catch you. The janitor's gonna fucking hear you, okay? Get the fuck out of the shoes. Run again, Get the fuck away from the janitor, because once he catches you, he's going to get you with them fucking teeth. All right? He's going to wrap up your body. You're going to be on the hook. You're going to die. I sound like a sassy black lady. I love it. No judgment. I love it when you ladies talk like that. You're going to have to... Woo, I did it again. This level, lots of running. You got to get stuff to distract the janitor. You have to somehow get into a cage... 
Sounds weird. I know. He prevents you from doing it. All right. He like, he like catches you trying to close the cage and then he opens it. What you got to do is you got to fucking try and bang that shit down again. You'll achieve this. And once you do that, guess what you guys do? Fucking shink. Arms gone. Yeah. Mm. Fucking defeat that bitch. All right. Move on to the next area. Bada bing, bada boom, there goes the janitor. Fuck that, right? No more squeeching you guys from under the bed. Yoink! This next level fucked me up. Which is funny because I have the poster to this. And I did hang it in my game room for the longest time, guys. It was by the door, too. Alright, moving on. Guess where we are now? We in the kitchen. Can't handle the heat. Get out of the kitchen. I did handle the heat. Even though I didn't fucking want to. Becker made me. We are in the home now. Of, can you guess it? Not one, but two. The twin chefs. Yay! <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Nope, the twin chefs. Let me describe. Dis disc disco scribe? Yep, disco scribe. <sighs> Alright, the twin chefs. Okay, they seem to kind of resemble. No, they don't. Not in any their flesh has kind of ripped from their skulls, similar to the janitor. And when I say that, it they look like they've had a stroke, okay? It's just kind of drooped down. It's kind of hanging there. <laughs> They're also very plumpy and mumpy and frumpy. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm looking at a, <laughs> a picture of them. Fucking disgusting. All right, one of them. I don't know how they're twins. Okay, one of them. The one on the left, I'm just going to... Which... Okay, one eye is like super droopy and his mouth is like way up there, kind of clefty. And his eye is like way up in his fucking skull. Super droopy. His face is. And he's cocking his hip. Fucking Shakira, Shakira it. All right, the other one, way more fucking creepy. Eyes are just staring into the pits of your soul like he's fucking coming for you. It reminds me of the lunch lady. Literally a game. I bought it for like $2.99 on Steam. Fucking widest mouth on earth. This is going to sound so weird, but it looks like a very horrible, old, rotten roast beef sandwich from fucking Arby's. Which is so funny because I had Arby's for fucking lunch today. <laughs> That's probably why I made that comparison. Okay. They're very fucking creepy. They look like... They have been tossed in a lake as a murder victim and drowned there for like three weeks and bloated before the police pulled them out. I watch a lot of true crime. So when you enter this level, okay, you are traveling along the hooks that those poor baby children were hung upon. So you have to enter this on the hooks, fall onto a parcel. When you first get in here, oh, dear Lord, the hunger gets you, all right? After running and severing the janitor's arms. Why? Why? Oh, why does it have to hit you? All right, you are forced to feed on a fucking rat that is caught in a trap. Awesome, right? <laughs> what are you, a fucking snake now? Huh? Awesome. But you got to do what you got to do, guys. If you were in this situation, would you be able to do it? I don't know. I, I don't know if I could. 
I'm also not six inches tall, so who knows at this point. You got to find your way into the cooking area under some counters. Now, this is when you get your glimpse of the first... This is... <laughs> oh, enjoy my hair. <laughs> this is when you first see the chefs. There we go. Okay. You have to make it past the first chef without getting caught. Be very fucking quiet. That's... that's, that's, that's that's my R2-D2 impression. No, it's not. When you move along after not getting caught by the first chef, you're going to find the next one sleeping. Continue on. You basically have to wake up the next chef without getting caught. Oh, God, Audrey, how is this fucking possible? Okay, well, it is. All right, I got caught a lot. Okay, these guys are fucking dickheads and they're fucking creepy. All right, fucking drowning victims. No, they're not even victims. I'd murder those bitches in a heartbeat. The good thing about these twin chefs is that they lose interest in you very quickly. All right. They got fucking, they got shit to cook. They got things to take care of. The only unfortunate thing that they're cooking is the small ass fucking children that the janitor was preparing. Yeah. So you have to kind of distract them while trying to solve the puzzles around you and unlock the the doors and the padlocks all around you. Basically, you know, to continue on to the next areas and find all the next puzzles and whatnot. You have to encounter the chefs again while they are washing the dishes. So they don't just stay in one area. They kind of move along with you, of course, because, you know, why would they fucking make this game easy? Anyway, you got to sneak around, analyze your environment, distract the chefs again. Jump on the hooks. Get to the next room. Ironically, when you get to that next room, hmm, imagine this. They fucking notice you. They get pissed the fuck off. And all you need to know from this point on when they notice you, fucking run. Oh, I'm six inches tall, Audrey. How do I run away from these two heaping fucking balls of fat? Okay. Keep fucking running. Run. Ride the hooks. Okay, get to the fucking hooks. Get to the next area. Trust me. Six, she runs a little faster than you think she would, but um, you gotta, you gotta kind of time your runs a little better than you think. You gotta run, you know, huff and puff, fucking run, huff and puff, and trust me, I, I don't know how many times I've died, guys. I've died so many times in this game, it's not even funny. That's why. I have died so many times in this game, and that's probably why I got to the point where I was like, Decker, take over the fucking game. Do these levels. Help me figure this shit out. I can't keep dying. I'm going to break the fucking disc. I apologize very much. Any more water. I'm drinking it way too fast. And I want Oreos. I hope y'all can hear my water intake right now. Because, you know, in my safety briefing. <laughs> oh, I just sounded like a witch. I don't know if that's an accomplishment or not. I clearly need not a metal straw, but like a plastic one. All right. So after you encounter these two horrible, horrible fucking chefs. Ugh! 
Okay, I know there's a worse one than that. Okay, we are going to move into my least favorite area, the guest area. <laughs> Ironic. <laughs> area. Stupid. So stupid. We have... I literally just said it, the guest area. I'm so tired, guys. I'm so tired. I just need to go to bed. Another fucking yawn. Y'all need to start keeping counts of how many times I yawn in this fucking podcast. All right, we're going to make a fucking clicker. Look at it. There's another one. There's two more. <laughs> in this area, there's uh, architecture that resembles Japanese restaurants. You have a very large dining area. That is connected to the main entrance of the mall. The guest. No. Yes. The guest area had to be extremely sturdy. Which, I mean, it's a giant fucking ship. It should always be extremely sturdy. Okay, it's not the fucking Titanic. So, if it's not extremely sturdy, then this thing would go fucking under. And here's why. It had to be extremely sturdy to support the amount of guests because it will give away under the sheer weight of one of the unfortunate guests. Does that tell you something? These motherfuckers be huge. And when I say huge, I mean huge. Huge, guys. Huge. This is the worst impression of Donald Trump ever. Okay. The guest area connects to the ladies' quarters via, via, whatever, an elevator where she can monitor from her balcony. I think there's a giant eye above it, too. So she can fucking watch. You have to escape this area as soon as fucking possible while avoiding these disgusting fucking guests along the way. And if I remember this area correctly, you have to like basically fucking run because all of these fucking guests are like trying to swipe at you and fucking grab you. And if some of them get you, they just immediately fucking eat you. These, these fucking people are large obese creatures. And when I say obese, I mean, they're like fucking planets. They have short fucking planet like bodies they look like fucking ghosts. Like, that's how pale they fucking are. <laughs> and I'm going to quote fucking Wikipedia right now. But they have sags of repulsive, filthy fat. <laughs> oh, thank you. They don't, they don't appear to be human. Jesus Christ, Wikipedia. Okay, here we go. Their facial expressions are horrifically misshapen and disfigured. Oh, okay. Okay. Vicious and cannibalistic in nature, seemingly without any purpose other than to devour. Well, obviously, because they're eating the bodies of fucking children. Oh, oh, they do not appear to have any higher brain function other than eating, regardless of whether their meal is living or deceased. Um, no wonder they're fucking, oh dear God. Yeah, that's, that's mainly what I remember from that level is you can't even sneak past anybody. Like there's some guests that are just, 
shoveling so much food in their mouth that they don't even notice you. And then there's some that just like look up and are like, oh my God, there's something moving. Like, let me grab that thing and fucking shove it in my mouth. Oh, I could have made such a fucking dirty ass joke right there. Oh, I'm going to glaze right over that one. (laughs) We're going to take a hard turn right there. Damn it. breath deep breath deep breath (laughs) okay next i just i hated that level because some of the fucking like characters nope antagonists that you encounter in that level they are so grotesque to look at they're worse than the fucking chefs man truly they are worse than the fucking chefs as much as i hated the janitor i think the guests were like the Close, close second. And I wish I could, like, make this episode, like, three times longer just to talk about Little Nightmares 2. Because, man, I wish the fucking teacher. Oh, 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 she's the worst out of anybody. The fucking worst. Okay, anyway, back to Little Nightmares 1. Moving along, you are going to get to the ladies' quest. Okay, this is your fifth And final location in the base game. You're going to continue on after this if you have the DLC to me. Which, unless you're like me, you buy the DLC to everything. Which I have the DLC. So, we're just going to go with the base game for now. Alright. This is the last chapter of the main game. I literally just fucking slipped. Oh! Oh! My glasses. Yes, I wear glasses, guys. Okay. You seem to be in a small house. The Nope. You seem to be in a small house, which is where the lady lives. Okay. This is the same lady from um, your dream in the beginning. Okay. That fucking kimono bitch from your fucking nightmare. All right. She lives quite lavishly and clean from the rest of the fucking mall. All right. Like purple and fucking red shit everywhere. Like the Japanese fucking attire from the beginning. All right. We're going with it. All right, so throughout this entire area, there's creepy-ass fucking mannequins scattered everywhere. Why? I don't know. This lady's fucking weird, okay? You know, like how normally when people are, like, reporting a body, they're like, oh, I thought it was a mannequin. Okay, how long has that fucking excuse been around, guys? Since the 60s? Okay, that excuse has been used way too long, all right? If somebody's lying on the side of the road, it's not a fucking mannequin, okay? It's a dead body. Say, oh, there's a dead body. It's not a mannequin. They are scattered throughout the area, providing camouflage for the lady. Take a note at the fact that literally all the mirrors have been smashed. Clearly, this lady has uh, no knowledge of her appearance, or she just doesn't fucking care. It's odd, right? You gotta find a key. Climb up on something, throw the vase on the floor. She's one of the ones that doesn't care um, to, like, alert her. She knows you're there. Okay, she's got weird fucking psychic powers. She hears and sees everything. She knows. So, just don't let her fucking get close to you, because then she's gonna take control of you and feel like... (laughs) Ah! Fucking death. Psychic powers. Smash the vase, get the key, get out of the room. Okay, run and encounter the fucking creepy-ass mannequins. I fucking hated that level. Okay, fucking hated it. One, because I don't like dolls. 
I don't know if that. No. I said dolls. Something fucking moved behind me. Go fuck yourself. I do not claim your energy. Decker's not even here, guys. He's uh, he's working with his boss right now. <laughs> okay, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap this thing up real soon. Okay, encounter the creepy mannequins. You gotta fuck this. Find the only unbroken mirror in that room. Then you gotta travel all the way back to the ladies' corners. Okay, the object is to defeat this bitch with the mirror. Sounds weird, right? And, um, I can't read what I wrote. Focus? I don't even fucking know what I wrote. Focus on her when you get hit with your hunger spell again. That makes no sense. Okay, you gotta defeat this bitch with the mirror. So basically, I think you gotta hit her like six to eight times with it. She's gonna fucking try and come at you. There's gonna be a light. You gotta... Find out where the light's going to be. Deflect the light at her. Bada bing, bada boom. Fucking hit her with it. It's just burn. Ah! And then she's going to... It's like the fucking... Anybody seen Darkness Falls? Yeah, it's like that. It's like the Tooth Fairy. She can't get... Stay in the light! It's like that little boy, you know? Once you see the Tooth Fairy, she's going to come for you no matter what, so... The guy's always toting like 87 fucking flashlights. He's always got batteries on him. Another one. Yawn again, guys. All right. So once you defeat her, once you hit her, your fucking hunger spell hits again. You got to reenact your dream from the beginning. Nope. Rewind. Woohoo. Okay. Your hunger spell hits again. What do you do after defeat her? Well, guys, you turn into a little six fucking vampire. Okay. You gotta feast on this bitch's neck. Fucking yoink. Drink that bitch's blood. Mm -hmm. I hope y'all enjoyed that. I probably could have made that sound better, but I'm fucking tired. I, I just went a little country there. Mm -hmm. Now, after you do that, you basically gain the dark powers that you newly obtained from this fucking kimono vampire lady that you just fucking drained her blood from and you get to warp into this little dream that you had um you strut proudly towards the light that is now leading you out of the maw if you took my advice from the beginning of this very long description of this game you now get followed by all these adorable little fucking children gnomes you hugged throughout the entire game. As you were strutting with your dark ravenous powers, you were slaughtering all of these fucking bloaty floaty, fucking disgusting ass, nasty ass, <laughs> bloaty, I already said that. What did I call them? Horrifically misshapen and disfigured, vicious, cannibalistic, no higher brain function, tattered, rotund bodied guests. That was pretty descriptive. 
pretty descriptive. You're slaughtering all of them on your way outside the mall. Venito. Finn. Now, the reason, once again, that I uh, chose to do this game is because I can, for one, as well as, as always, scary games, guys, I feel like as much as people think that when you play a scary game, click, another one, you turn into a little bitch, as does Audrey. If you play one with your partner, regardless if it's a single player game, okay, if you cannot get through a part because you are A, too scared, or B, it's too hard, so fucking what? Sit next to each other, okay? Pop that bitch in. Use one controller, and if you don't feel comfortable playing that level or if you're dying too many times, be like, hey, babe, can you please help me? Or if you're like me, like, I'll keep the fucking walkthrough up on my phone and be like, hey, can you, you know, are you stuck on this part? Like, okay, well, you kind of missed something. Or he'll ask me, like, okay, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I just keep dying, yada, yada. Can you please explain to me? Okay, well, yeah, here, you got to do this and this. You know, I won't give him all the details, but once he figures out, he's like, oh, well, like, now I know where to go. They do make some scary games that are co-op, and we'll probably do some of those later. Okay, you know, I'll switch it up next time, okay, guys? Like, I promise. You know, I'm sorry this episode was late. I apologize. I'm working on it. Okay, I explained what happened, so just call me a little slack, please. I'm trying. Like I said, very tired. Very, very tired. Bear with me. All right. I'm what? Two days late? I apologize again. But back to what I was saying. In in playing a game like this, like you're trusting your partner to not only have your back in this, you're also trusting them to not scare the shit out of you when playing a game with this many creepy fucking characters in it. Because I'm telling you, if you don't, if you can't get a visual from my very descriptive words and how many times I have emphasized the word fuck in this episode. Google it. All right. I really hope that's the fucking win because that's the second time I've heard something behind me. There either A better be like a stray cat outside or I swear to fucking God, I'm just going to start swinging. I've got the fucking goosebumps right now. I do not claim your energy. Y'all better get the fuck out. Anybody who's making fun of me, I highly believe in the paranormal and ghosts and aliens and shit, so. Just so you know, we're totally going to do a phasmophobia episode, but that's going to be later on. Anyway, continuing on, if you're making fun of your partner for being scared because of a game like this and you don't take my advice and can visualize these fucking characters, look up the Wikipedia page, okay? These things are fucking atrocious. Legitimately, that janitor, man. Mm -mm. No, them creepy ass fucking arms. No, thank you. (sighs) In doing this up. God damn it. I need to go to bed. I'm going to be up early tomorrow. 
in doing this episode and having to look up these oh i just i just hit my mic i apologize maybe i should can you hear this <sighs> i'm so sorry that probably sounded so bad i'm probably gonna have nightmares again about this nope i'm gonna probably go pop on some forensic files and fall asleep to it yeah murder just kidding i listen to like super scary horror stories to fall asleep at night i know i'm a fucking weird one I can listen to murder and pillage to fall asleep, yet I can't handle a game like this. <laughs> oh, my brain is wired so weird. Aside from this, I highly recommend, and I I really, I, I don't know if anybody takes my advice. Again, like, please, guys, like, please just comment on something. Just shoot me a Facebook message. Shoot me an Instagram message, like... Hey, I took your advice. I, I played this game. Hey, I took your advice. Like, I, I watched a YouTube video on this. Or, you know, like, hey, I looked up the Wikipedia page. Or just something. Something that you did that you just took interest on. You know, like, or you mentioned it to your partner. Like, hey, you know, I mentioned that we, we should look into this game. Just, you know, something as simple as that. Genuinely, other than Chaz, mm-hmm, calling you out again. I would like to hear from somebody, please. I do pick topics that A, I have already played and experienced in my personal life. And when I find the time to to do games that either A, I have not played and I can kind of bang out in a weekend or something like that. Or even somebody who suggests something like... I'll switch it up, you know. I'll take anybody's advice. I'll t- <laughs> seriously. My bo- who is it? My boss told me to um, watch some movie Starcraft or something like that. The original Starcraft, the first Starcraft. It's a movie from like 1983. I'm like, oh, what was it? 1985? No. Yeah, 1983, 82. Fuck, I don't remember. Remember the? I don't even know. I was like, oh, that was like 10 years before I was even born, dude. <laughs> Anything that I'm given advice on, I will, I will try. So if anybody has advice, like, please, please, guys, come on. Just shoot me something. And if you don't, then, you know, mentally, maybe telepathically, I'll hear it. The world works in mysterious ways. So let me know, honestly. By all means, hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Facebook. Leave a review. I would actually love to see that. That that is something that I did not think about before that I should have said in the beginning. Anything and everything helps. Just the littlest things. I appreciate everyone that listens. You guys are amazing. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And again, I apologize for the episode being late, but you're getting one anyway, because I love you guys. So have a wonderful week. I will see you guys next. Nope, I will not see you. I will hear you guys. Nope. (laughs) Y'all will hear me next week. Have a good night, guys. Catch you on the flip side. It's high noon. Enemy spotted. Whoa. 
I will send you to Jesus. I used to be an adventurer like you. And I took an arrow in the knee. It's all part of the plan. Fight. Tell me how this feels. I find your lack of faith disturbing. A practical nuke incoming! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>